This is When Spirit Calls, and you on your journey are in the right place. This show is about magic, miracles, and meaning shared through stories, interviews, and channeled messages. We have so much to share about who you are and your divine mission here on the earth. Let's get to it. When Spirit Calls is right now. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so happy to be back with you again on another episode of When Spirit Calls. And you've learned about our special guest today, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Dan. I'm so excited to be here with you. I can't wait to dive right in and talk all about fun stuff that we have planned today. Yes, indeed. And so our audience learned a little bit about you, but you know, our audience knows I love to start with the story. So why don't you get us going and tell us your story about how you ended up where you are doing past life regression and hypnosis and all the things, you know, we want to know what led you there. So would you share that with us to get us going? Absolutely. Thank you for that. I'd like to start off by saying that the universe always has a way to prepare us for what we're going to do in our life. And that started out to me as a young child. Um, both of my parents were uh, substance abuse addicts. And my mom was a single mother and she was struggling with, we didn't, I didn't realize it then, but now it, we know it is schizophrenia. And so as a young child, I really couldn't understand why my mother's reality was so different from mine. Uh, it started with the paranoia and then seeing things and then thinking that people were chasing us. And so my childhood was a lot of um, fear, a lot of fear-based, you know, being scared of the world, thinking that things were happening and we were being chased. Uh, we moved over 36 times. So it was always the neutral in school. And But, you know, those are the things, Dion, looking back now, they made stronger. And it's actually the source of my strength. I actually move and I left that situation when I was moving for, for safety reasons. I really honestly didn't have a choice. Uh, and I came out here to Las Vegas where I still am today. And I started, you know, working and climbing expert ladders very anxious. I actually didn't even graduate high school, so I had to get a GED for certain reasons. And I'm really proud, actually, that all the way up into executive leadership with a GED. So I was very driven. Very ambitious, but it was absolutely unhappy in my career. I was doing what I thought was required by society, like get up, go to work, drive in my little tin car, and do this nine to five. And this is just how it is. But deep down, like I really did know that it wasn't my life purpose, and I was always somewhat awake because your trauma box is wide open, and I had a pretty traumatic childhood. So I will say that I was always somewhat awake. Everything no changed for me. One day when I was scrolling on YouTube, <laughs> gotta love YouTube, right? And I came across this video of none other than Love's Doors Cannon. Mm. And I stopped scrolling immediately because if any of your listeners are familiar with Dolores Cannon, she looks like she should have been making a video on how to make big chocolate chip cookies or how to knit a blanket for your grandchildren. <laughs> but no, not Dolores. Dolores Cannon, it was just mind-blowing, Deanne. She was talking about the subconscious minds of her clients, how she was able to offer over 17 books because they were recalling 
lifetimes in ancient Atlantis. They were remembering living these like other planets, like that for a loop. Then that how during the healing session, quantum healing, wounds would actually crack and realigning and that how clients who came to her, you know, with like stage four or like, you know, diagnosis that doctors couldn't help with, that they, that their subconscious mind, that they would self-heal. And she had book after book and testimony. I tell you, I was so amazed. I had this spark that was lit inside of me that I didn't knew what was missing. Um, so I decided to go for a session. And in 2017, I found a practitioner in LA and it flew out there and I was so nervous and scared. I was like, oh my goodness, what is my subconscious going to tell? Because your speaks to you and, and it's audio recorded and you fight that. And I had a fantastic session where I recall three past lives. I actually channeled the, um, the council. I've never even done it. Is that somehow I chanted when they came forward and gave her amazing advice. I had a little surprise that they, my husband, you are going to be a practitioner. And I wasn't expecting that. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not what I'm supposed to do. But I had some time to think about it. And it also told me I wasn't ready. So went back to work and I actually planned to even hang up the corporate ladder and switch into banking industry. And I was actually being bullied so much. It's so sad to say it. The bullying happens, you know, where as an adult, you know, I was meetings with all these presidents, your directors, and they would hit me and mock me and roll their eyes. Me. And I was really, I'll say it now, I think of it as depressed because I didn't want to continue this work. And I started actually drinking. I'm not really much of a drinker because of my parents and my past. I knew how not to be. And I would actually be drinking before work, crying uh, on my lunch break. I would go to the car and cry all day and, you know, after work. And one morning I was drinking and crying in my car and I just didn't want to go in. And you know what happened? Spirit yelled at me. Spirit yelled at me. Spirit yelled at me. It said... Now is the time. You are ready. As clear as you saying that now, who said that? But I knew, and I had never from my session, even though it had been so, right? I knew what her path was, right? Because my subconscious told me. And I actually went in that day and put in my notice. And I had no plan, nothing. I was so, and I took the lead and left that job and started on, you know, quantum healing and helping people. And I'm so fulfilled now in my life's purpose. I know that I'm living my purpose. I help people discover their purpose. I help people heal, remember past lives, release trauma. It's so amazing. So that story. <laughs> I love this story. First of all, I there's a few things that I want to bring out about your story, Jennifer, because I feel like you know, you had such an upbringing that, you know, you could have chosen to go a completely different direction. You know, you could have chosen to keep in the cycles. And the healing that you were able to step into is, first of all, I just bow down to you. I celebrate that. That is, yeah. it's a big deal. And 
how brilliant of you to be able to have taken those experiences though and you know brought up your awareness and like you said you were somewhat awake because that trauma of the childhood really opened you up to something so much deeper so i want to commend you first of all on making those choices to really step into a more aligned path for yourself because it's not always easy to do and the other thing that i want to bring to the surface you spoke about workplace bullying as an adult and how significant that was. I mean, it was so significant that it caused you to deal with unhealth using unhealthy coping mechanisms. And even though you knew that that wasn't the best way to cope, it was like you just didn't know what else to do. You know, mm-hmm. you're probably just at that place of like, okay, I'm, this is supposed to be the successful life path. <laughs> and here I am closet drinking, you know, hiding and, and drinking just to numb the experience so that it didn't feel so bad. And I feel emotional talking with you about this because there is so much bullying that's taking place in this world. And, you know, we talk about it happening in the schools and anti-bullying and all the parents are like anti-bullying, whatever. But then we haven't even begun to skim the surface on adult bullying and what's happening. And I just want to bring light to that because For those of you that are listening that have experienced bullying as an adult, we oftentimes don't talk about it as that, right? We keep it to ourselves because we think, oh, I'm an adult and I shouldn't let myself get bullied or we feel shame about it or embarrassment about it. But it is happening because we're still seeing it in the schools. And the only way that the kids are bringing it into the schools is if the adults are demonstrating those behaviors, yeah? And so I think that the this topic is such a big topic. We'll save that for another day, but I really want to bring it to the surface because you're now the third or fourth person I've interviewed that have experienced the bullying in yeah. a way. And, you know, I suppose there's something to be said about you being pushed to that that edge for you to be able to say, okay, I can't live like this anymore. But Do you have anything that you do in terms of overcoming the bullying? You know, I want to ask you that. What are what what were the techniques that you did aside from leaving that toxic environment, which is one option, of course? Yeah. In terms of now that you do the work, the quantum healing, you know, what have been some of the most powerful pieces of releasing some of that bullying and the trauma attached to that bullying that you have had? Now, a couple of things I like to say about that. First off, it's emotional even now for me to really talk about that, but I do want to share that. I think it's important to be vulnerable and, and you know, and when we share, we connect with other people who might be going through that same thing. And Deanna, I felt very trapped in that situation because here when I was a leader, I was a senior director, and I'm the one who's supposed to be handling these challenges for my team. I was very, I was actually embarrassed, you know, I was embarrassed that I was even going through this. So I felt shame. Mm. And then, and I didn't know, like, okay, should I say something? Because if I say something, is it going to result in a conflict? Am I going to get a reputation? And so I felt confused. I was ashamed. And so that's, you know, really, I just became more introverted and cried. And then on this, the surface to my coworkers, though, you know, what I did, my philosophy and my approach was like, okay, I'm not going to show them how much this is impacting me. And let me tell you, it impacted my confidence a lot. It took me a lot. Of, it's taken me some time to work through that. It really has. Um, 
But what I did is I just like, you know what? I'm going to put my head up even higher. I'm going to walk like, you know, making me famous. Keep talking. I don't even hear you. I And, and so I pretended like mm-hmm. to it. And I don't know if that was the, the approach, but that was the approach that I took to get through it because they also feel that people feed on that. When they see there's certain people in this world, when they see that they are getting, you know, getting to you, that gives them control and the power and, and it feeds them. And it's, yeah, yeah, we're getting to her. Let's keep going. Let's keep bullying her. So I was like, no, I'm going to, you know, walk these hallways. Like, I'm a movie star. I put my head up and I smiled and waved. And I, I did put the sh- and then, you know, and again, I would go I on my lunch break. Um, but anybody who's going through that, you know, first off, I wish I would have maybe said something. I wish I would have gone to see to my boss. You know, I was I was a little nervous. My boss would be like, you know, we hired you because you're a leader. Uh, handle it. That was kind of what what I felt like what would have been cool to me. But I still wish I would have said, yeah, and because it can't be a, unless you you know forward and say something right and so i would encourage anyone who is going through that to to say something you know to try to resolve the matter you know for me i did leave but i i left also because i was called to like i said spirit yelled at me <laughs> yeah exactly yes they're like you don't need to do that anymore come on <laughs> and you know that you know what my life purpose was because i had this session and i did do you know the work with the quantum healing and it just it was a time when I had the session, but it sure told me when it was time. So. Yes. yes. So then, you know, really listening to that inner guidance system is, you know, I mean, that's what saved you, right? Because you very well could have not listened to that and stayed in a very toxic environment, which may have led to worse, right? Yeah. And that inner guidance system, I know now through my work that that is the higher self. This just, it is the same thing. Intuition. That is right in this life. And you should really also listen to to everyone who's listening right now. When my clients are under hypnosis time and time again, she doesn't listen to me. <laughs> um, she would listen to the messages or see the signs as ending. So <laughs> we often ignore those intuitive gut feelings, but that is our heart. <laughs> it really is. I love that. Yeah. And I love that you look back on that and say, you know, I wish I would have said something. You know, you handled it by killing them with kindness. My mom always would use that phrase. Like when I was getting bullied in grade eight, you know, she would like kill them with kindness, D, you know, and that was it was just I would just be nicer. But that actually backfired a bit for me when I was younger because people couldn't understand it that I could still be nice you know, and then they took advantage of that in many other ways. But, you know, I really feel like sometimes we can just be kind. And if we keep being kind with boundaries, right, then sometimes we can make some shifts happen. But even speaking your truth, saying something to somebody at work, whether that's an HR department, whether that's a boss, whatever that is, I think you're right. I think it's important to speak that. And now you're speaking out about it, which is so amazing, because People are going to hear that and they might say, geez, have I been a bully? Like, not only have I maybe been bullied, but maybe I've been a bully too before. And it will create that cause for reflection. So I really love that. And then, of course, listening to your guidance system is is such a key. So that being said, now you're into this quantum healing. Can you explain a little bit more about 
you know, quantum healing, what it is. And for those that don't know Dolores Cannon, I'm sure they're going and looking it up right now uh, because there's so much profound work that Dolores has done. So can you explain now the training that you've had and what work can be done with that training? Absolutely. And, you know, um, Dolores Cannon, like I said, she was able to offer it before her passing. She offered over 17 books through, through, you know, the subconscious minds of her clients. I'd like to start off by saying that quantum healing hypnosis, uh, the official term is QHHT, memory QHHT practitioner, is very different. <laughs> so additional hypnotherapy it, you know, again, we are connecting to the deepest realms of the subconscious, and it truly is, and that's not just the buzzword. And what I mean by that is when we make that deep connection, and I call forward the subconscious mind to come and answer questions, it does not understand this, this reality and this plane that we are on. Like, D, if I ask a time-based question, say, there's no time, I don't understand. Right. That is because we're connected to the part and every single one of us that's connected to source and resides in the fifth dimension. So I'd like to maybe just walk through what happens in the session. So first we do begin with a spiritual counseling. That's truly the most important part. I want to get to know you as my client. I want to hear about life experiences you've gone through. Hey, there's no judgment here. <laughs> I've heard it all and been through it all. But it's really important that you come ready and open to talk. Because if you cannot talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm going to tell you right now, your subconscious mind, sure, the heck is not going to talk to me under hypnosis. Wow. It's very important that you're ready to talk and to do that work and open up. Again, the hypnosis portion of the session by entering into what I like to refer to as the gateway. The gateway is a past life regression. It is the entry point to that synambulistic 5D state of mind. So we will go through a beautiful past life regression experience. Your subconscious mind is in the driver's seat. As the practitioner, I'm on the sidelines. And your subconscious mind is going to show you and take you and reveal to you exactly what you need to know at the time and place you're at in your life. From there, we do a between life's exploration. And that is where all of the real interesting stuff happens. Guides come through. The, the watchers will sometimes come through. The elders with information. I've had people say, I'm going home. And then a spaceship comes in and comes down. And they board a spaceship. And like the, anything can happen in that space. It's fun. I really love to hear it. After that, I've explored your subconscious self and invited to please scan your body. It will scan the entire body from head to toe. It will look for trapped trauma, emotions, illness, anything that is not properly functioning in the body. Your subconscious mind knows it and it can and it will heal you. And that's um, always incredible to see. And I've had people who've had severe pain for years, you know, come up out of a session and say, don't feel the pain anymore and are shocked. I'm not shocked, but they're shocked. I mean, anything can truly happen in that healing space. And then the final part of the session is, actually probably is my favorite, is my clients will have a list of questions they want answers to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, anything that you want to know, love, life, career, anything that you want to know about your life, your higher self is going to answer for you. And it pulls that information. We're accessing those Akashic records. You know, we're accessing, um, you know, 
past, present, and future to get you those answers. And it is legitimate. Nobody, your higher self would never scam you. <laughs> you know, so everything coming through, you know, you can trust it as the truth. And people really get the guidance that they need. And everything is audio recorded. So you can play it back. Then you can hear all of the advice and, and, and receive that healing time and time again from your higher self. And sessions are quite lengthy. It's an all-day experience. They're about four and a half hours long. So you want to clear your schedule. This is the deepest, most profound work that anyone can do in their life. Wow. I, I love that explanation because I think for a lot of people, you know, there's so many different modalities out there, isn't there, Jennifer? And so sometimes it just gets overwhelming and we don't know what is what. But you gave us this beautiful breakdown, and I've actually had the privilege of experiencing um, at least a, a portion of this process, and it is quite profound. You know, people come out and they're like, I don't even know what just happened, but something happened. And then they notice in the days to follow, you know, the epiphanies come to the surface. What's beautiful about your work is that these people don't necessarily even have to relive the depth of trauma, correct? They they can actually just pull certain pieces or heal the subconscious patterning. They don't even need to necessarily be conscious. Is that is that accurate? Well, yes, to an extent. So again, you're the subconscious mind, your higher self. It is the same thing. I like to clarify that. It just has many different you know, names, soul, over soul. It knows, again, exactly what you need to know. See? And it also knows handle show you put you through some crazy traumatic experience that you're not capable of handling it always has your best interest at stake your intuition is again is the same thing and it's guiding you it's your partner in this life and so yes um if you do need to relive something in order to fully release it then that's going to come up in the session yeah. If you can release it, you know, through a different way, you know, um, their bodies will move and rise and fall as they're processing and letting go of trauma. A lot of people, you know, let go of trauma through the body and they'll start breathing in a way that they need to. Again, your subconscious is in control. I'm really just on the sidelines yeah. asking questions and making sure that everything's okay. And that, that's so beautiful because you're really creating this safe container for people to come and move through their process. But it sounds to me like you're empowering the people to move through their process and to trust that they do have the power, you know, to trust that they do know and they do have the answers. So that's mm-hmm. one of the beautiful things about the work you do is that you're the guide, but you're letting them find their own truth and their own power, which I think is so brilliant. So, um, you know, as we continue to move forward in this conversation, what are some of the big things that you have noticed with your your own path or your client's path? You know, what are the takeaways that have just been so impactful for you in your own journey and experience? I would love to hear, you know, what those golden nuggets have been for you. Yeah, you know, a lot of things that I have come to realize through my work as a practitioner, um, number one, we're definitely going through an awakening right now. Having a lot of my clients who are receiving observations in their sessions, um, Deanne, it's really amazing. Uh, people, like my clients, their hands will start to you know feel like this warm sensation under hypnosis. And then after, they'll 
So I feel like this energy like pulsing through my head. So there's a lot of activations that are happening right now. I've had two clients um, who their gifts have been activated. Yeah. Psychic gifts. And they call me after and they're like, something happened in that session. I don't know what you did. I'm like, I didn't do anything. That's why I love this so much. Because again, I'm not doing anything. It's all clients doing the work. Like if you were meant to be during the session or not, you know, that's what happened. And it's really a great lot. So I would like to say that that's something that's really profound that's been happening lately. Something else is that um, we're all connected. And I know that that's not like a new concept, but I really, really do see that. So what's really interesting, Deanne, is I'll have clients who go through, a, you know, let's say a past life regression. I'll tell you about uh, the planet, for instance. So I've had a lot of my clients regress to this red planet and uh, maybe like six or seven of them now. And I'll, I have actually like a list of questions in case I have someone else who comes through. I know what questions I want to ask next, but we're all connected consciously because when I ask these people you know, about this place that they're at, they tell me the exact same thing. So they regress to life on this planet. It's a non-monetary society. They've all told me that. It's a very high-end and futuristic society. Like so, they say that there's like uh, public transportation that are running like magnetic. Really cool, as it's built in like this dome and like in this dome shape. So that the air is not breathable outside is my understanding. And so that this high-tech society is is trapped within this dome, and that everyone living there is they're they're all or they contribute somehow by. Fix that problem so that they can actually live outside of the dome. And again, my clients do not know each other. And so this information is being pulled from that collective consciousness. And it's so cool. Um, yeah, there's just so many things. Like I could really go on and on. Those are a couple, you know, profound, you know, experiences and things that I've come, you know, to really accept and recognize as a practitioner. First of all, uh, yes, indeed, we are in a grand awakening. Um, some might even call it the great remembering. You know, mm. we're remembering who we really are. We're remembering how connected we are. And that brings to your second point, like we are connected. And I have it happen with readings all the time where, you know, I'll read one person's records and it'll be like, hey, wait a second, this is connected to this person's records, but they don't know each other, Right. And so I get that as well in the work that I do. We see all of these connecting threads, people that, you know, don't live near each other, don't know each other, and yet they're having similar visions or they're having similar epiphanies. And it is because we're all part of that collective consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I think that a big message in that in itself is to remember that you do impact the collective consciousness with how you're thinking impacts everybody else. There's a ripple effect. There's a boomerang that goes out into the world. And it's not so that we feel bad when we're feeling bad, right? Like it's not about creating more guilt and shame because you're having a negative thought or because you're having a bad day and, oh my gosh, I don't want to put this out to the world, you know? But it is about catching yourself when you fall into those traps or you get into a place, a funk, if you will, because we're all going to have those still. But recognizing, hey, wait, right? Wait, we're all human, right? We get into that. But it's about recognizing, hey, wait a second, I do have a conscious choice in this. 
And I do have the ability to emit love and to emit those higher frequencies out into the world. And sometimes that's all that we're meant to be doing is sending that love out, even if it's across the globe to people that are suffering in some other part of the country. Sometimes the best thing that we can do is just emit that frequency of love. Uh, I'd like to share an analogy uh, with listeners. So, you know, just like we think about our iPhone and the, uh, that's how I like to think about collective consciousness and our brain. So our brain, for instance, would be the iPhone. And the iPhone can collect data from the cloud or it can also place data onto the cloud. The cloud would be that collective consciousness. And so your brain is like the device that accesses the stream of consciousness, aka the cloud sending and retrieving data back and forth. So yes, you can, you know, pull those emotions and you can pull those things, you know, from the collective consciousness at any time that you need them down from the cloud. And then you can also put those files out well. A really easy way for me to think about it, kind of come to realize as a practitioner. I love that. I love bringing in the phone, right? We, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love I love that that idea to just wrap our heads around it and understand it. And so it's really, you know, again, it's just like anything else. Like if you feed yourself, you know, negative information, then that sits in your environment that gets spewed out. And then it's just this vicious cycle. But if we allow ourselves to download things, ingest things that are good and happy and positive and healing while recognizing that we still have to work through the shadow stuff, <laughs> but it does start to change the environment that we're in. And I think a big part of your work is taking the shadow, taking some of those lessons and those learnings, and then using them to create better lives. So what is, what's one of the outcomes that people can expect if they're going to do some of this therapy you know, what are the things that they really are going to benefit from? What are they going to gain out of that? So much. Uh, number one thing that I think we see the most is trauma release. Uh, oftentimes, we don't even realize we have trauma in the body still. It is real interesting. We think that we've done all the work or all the worked on that. But I like to think of things as programs that run in the back of our mind. You know, our subconscious is always running. And so, for instance, I actually recently had my own session and I had thought I had done all the work on these certain things, but no, my programs were relaunched to my surprise and they were subconsciously running in the background. And so just because you've done the work before doesn't, you know, that you're still not be done or the programs can't get relaunched. Well, we do see like the, a lot of trauma release happen. Um, sometimes it's stuff that's been previously released, but now has crept its way back into the body. Uh, the subconscious mind often usually does that in the past life regression phase of the session. We'll find that there's a lot of trauma there. Of course, healing. Healing is, it's quantum healing is absolutely the number one thing that I see again, you know, time and time again, people come to me with aches, pains. Um, I do have a fellow practitioner who was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma and she was able to self-heal you know, herself through sessions. She had, I want to say, six or seven sessions. And now, she, you know, the doctors have scanned her and, and free and clear. Power, again, of our self-healing abilities in our mind, our belief system, and anything truly possible. Uh, activation of, you know, Deanna, 
my clients on their question list. I'll be like, can I you know, receive an activation? Can my DNA be upgraded? Can we raise my vibration? So that absolutely can happen. And it does happen, uh, you know, uncovering, you know, lost memories. A lot of people who have, you know, significant trauma, they might not remember bits and pieces of childhood or things like that or something that they want to recall. If it is time, you know, to something, not consume forward if it's going to a great healing um you know discovering you know your your uh, guides remembering your soul family like um connecting with loved ones is a really big thing that happens like time and time again loved ones will come forward and go and i end up talking to the you know to the dad or the, the mom or the grandma who has passed they come through and they 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 have a beautiful message because again everything's recorded and so hear that message um there's just so much that can happen i could go really on and on but you uh, know that's that's such an incredible list really i mean i i feel like i feel like it is an infinite number of possibilities in the healing process that people can go through so a couple questions came to mind around that you know a lot of people will come to me and they're like oh man i've already dealt with this like i already cleared that thing or i already dealt with that block what do you say to those people because some people feel like well, they feel like they maybe didn't deal with it and they're feeling bad that they didn't deal with it fully. I'd like to explain it as, you know, they did deal with it at the time for what they were capable of dealing with. And now is a new time and they've evolved since. And so there might be more layers that are ready to be shown, but that they've healed an aspect of that. But maybe there's multiple aspects of that. But what do you have to say for the audience members that are like, oh, I already did all that healing work on that thing you know, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say, you know, that healing is an ongoing process and we never stop healing. And again, I'm going to share my experience because it was just last week. It's so fresh. And so I have swapped sessions with a, with a practitioner of a different style of hypnosis because I was actually super curious to try this other technique. And what came, and I was working through some blocks um, of social media because I don't like to do social media. I'm like, oh, do I have to? And, 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 uh, well, you always have a lot of blocks. So we went into session and lo and behold, at the end, let me tell you these, again, I, I use analogies. The programs have been relaunched on work that I had already done. So running my childhood and my mother. So what came through for me, I don't do social media. Because I will be seen and I can't be seen because then we're going to be by the people who are chasing us. Because again, that goes back to my mom running and hiding and we're always moving, running from them, whoever they were. And so I was hiding, you know, and not wanting to come through and show myself on social media and fear of being found. Uh, and I said like, holy crap, when did this program get relaunched? Like I've done this work. And so we're going to have a couple more sessions to really, you know, dive deep and get into that. But I like to say, you know, that even as practitioners, we, you know, we have work to do too. Now, I don't like to call myself a healer. I really don't. I'm just a person like you. I'm just, I'm like, if you need help, I'm here to help you. But I need help too. With you. Yeah. We're human. And this human experience. And so, yeah, you know, I could, I would say to those people, you're doing the work. Don't dismiss it because you've already worked because you don't know what's going on in the background programs are running 
<laughs> well, that's it. We just don't know. And I think it's also about giving ourselves some grace. If we think, oh, man, I thought I dealt with this. Did I not deal with it? You know, it's like, oh, man, you dealt with it to the level in which you could deal with it at that point in time. And now yes. this opportunity to move other parts of that learning. So and also to recognize that, yeah, we're always going to be healing. This is a this is part of the story for us. This yeah. is part of our journey. So I love that. So one final question, and I know we're going to wrap it up. You know, if somebody wants to do the work, you know, a lot of people are looking for like a quick, hey, I want to come and I want to get healed. And I think that's why we have a society that's so addicted to the fast fixes. Is this a fast fix? Is this something that oftentimes takes multiple times? Is this lifetime work? What does that look like if I if I want to go through that process of healing? Yeah. So with hearing hypnosis, and it is so and so profound, you only need really one session. Uh, I have had people come for more than one session. You know, um, if they're really working on something very very deep, yeah, but. It's not required, actually. I mean, that's how powerful this work wow. is. Wow. Wow. It's amazing because we hear so often like, oh, well, you need to have multiple sessions to do the thing. And I think if you're willing to go and address whatever it is and you have a desire, like you said, and you're open, then anything is possible. And we have forgotten, folks, we have forgotten our ability to heal. We are master healers, you know? And so this is that reminder that we are capable of that. And that's why I think this work, this QHHT is so powerful because now we really are empowering the people to heal themselves. And it sounds to me like you love being a witness and a guide for that process, which is so great. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the touch magic to sit and see the traction and the change. And I love when people call me after or text me or email me. Sometimes it happens within the next week or so. Sometimes it happens months. Even I've had someone even contact me from last year and said, oh my goodness, with these sessions, I would like to say that sometimes we get information that's helpful for the right then and now. And then other times, there's even nuggets and pieces of information that we don't understand quite yet. And then it might click six months or a year later, and you'll have an aha moment. And the session is the gift that keeps getting, right? Yes. 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 It feels like a bit like the record, the Akashic records to me. So even though it's not you know, officially doing that process, I really feel like the energetics of it are very similar in that it is a gift that keeps on giving. So in the spirit of that, how can people reach you? And what do you have in store for our audience today, so that they can continue down this path if they're curious? Yeah, most definitely. So feel free to reach out to me, um, you know, on my website or on Instagram. So I hate, I also hear on TikTok. I do love TikTok. <laughs> so my TikTok and my Instagram handle is the same. It is I am Jennifer Mitchell. So again, I am Jennifer Mitchell. My website is thesoulexperiences.com. And that is plural with an S at the end. There's so much information on there. I've really made my website so user-friendly to answer any question that you have about quantum healing hypnosis. 
And I do sessions virtually online as well as in person. Virtual sessions are really, really powerful and impactful. I would like to say that sometimes clients relax even deeper in the comfort of their own home. Yes. And so anyone who like called, you know, to book a session and experience this modality, please reach out to me. I would also like to say that I am in early 2024. I am so excited to announce I'm going to be launching a new program. It is going to be called the Quantum Society. And it is actually where we will be partnering with our higher self for coaching. I will not be coaching you. But your higher self, the subconscious mind, will be life coaching you. So that's going to be launching in January. Um, I will be accepting pre-registration starting next week. And if you just met, uh, mentioned the podcast, um, and I can do a 10% discount on that. So. Ooh, hooray. I love the gifts. Yeah. Gifts to keep on giving. And so all of that information, folks, will be in the show notes. Okay. So if you were trying to hurry and write that down, it'll be in the show notes for you just underneath the podcast itself. Jennifer, this has been so wonderful. I love spending time with you. And I love your vulnerability and sharing your story because you are so not alone. And those that are sitting there drinking in their car in their lunch hours, this is going to this is going to speak to their heart. So thank you. Thank you for that beautiful raw share. And thank you for helping us to understand what this modality is, this quantum healing hypnosis technique. Amazing. I can't wait to keep diving into this. So thank you so much for being part of the show, Jennifer. And thank you to our beautiful audience. We love you. And we will be with you again very soon on our next episode of When Spirit Calls. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So happy you could join us today, and we hope that you found comfort and inspiration with wherever you are at right now. If you feel you received a gift in today's message, please pass that gift along to a loved one by sharing this episode with them. To continue this conversation, please join me at rosehope.ca, and when you do, be sure to access your free gift by signing up for the When Spirit Calls newsletter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.